Hey, you know what time it is. DraftKings Sportsbook time. Who is an official sports betting partner of the NFL? DraftKings is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost uh, with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I like to do uh, parlays when watching my football team taking the under on any yardage total and the under on any anytime touchdown scorer. That's just me and my team, though. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. (laughs) 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 okay well we'll see you guys later yeah that was a good show and good and good luck whoa man welcome to that's good broncos if you want to even call it that um, <laughs> I'm Brandon oh. Perna here with Will Keys. We made it through Thanksgiving. Started to think, you know what? Maybe the Denver Broncos will surprise us. Playing a bad Panthers team. Nope. Did not surprise us at all. I was a little surprised. I think um, the offense was uh, worse than I expected it to be. <laughs> uh, so i was surprised okay boom there we go yeah i was surprised by a number of things i think uh <clears throat> tan got beat uh quite a few times actually um and that was surprising to me um obviously i'm not i'm not jumping off of the patrick Sertan train uh train anytime soon but yeah he's had a he's had a bad couple of weeks and um yeah, you know, that happens to corners, but yeah, exactly. Ethan Payne, Payne, mm. and Payne, Payne is always a little bit surprising. It's always a little bit shocking. Um, wow. yeah, I mean, were you not a little bit? Did you not have like the slightest bit of faith that they're gonna, you know, be competitive at least against the Carolina team that's I thought- with an interim head coach and their like fourth quarterback of the season? Yeah, or whatever. Uh- I for sure thought they were going to be competitive. I actually thought Sam Darnold was going to play better than Mayfield and PJ Walker had up until this point. And he, I mean, he barely did. Uh, a big problem for the Broncos in this game was they had no pass rush. Um, so those injuries are starting to catch up. All the injuries have caught up to him. It's, yeah. I want to be positive in that, like, they're not living up to expectations because of the injuries. 
but also like I expect something out of the offense when Russell Wilson is your quarterback, kind of regardless of how bad it gets. <laughs> yeah, and you've got like you've got so you you have Cortland Sutton still, and you you have Greg Dulcich who are you know Sutton more so, but like those are two proven playmakers. Yeah, at least like we know that Kendall Hinton's a reliable guy. It's like. You know, we we would lower the the expectations as far as what you know they should be doing when you've got Hamler and Judy out and the offensive linemen, of course, and the running backs. Um, but yeah, even given the you know the um, depleted personnel on offense, they're still underperforming. Yeah, <laughs> you lower you lower the bar, and then it's like a game of um, you know what do you call it. Uh, Limbo? Limbo, yeah. Just, the bar's like an inch off the ground. And, you know, Russell Wilson's finding a way to bend over backwards to get underneath it. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you keep lowering the bar and they keep going underneath the bar. but They're the, just the, digging underground at this point. The, the game is actually you're supposed to jump over the bar and they just <laughs> don't even know it's fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> or they just don't even know the rules of the game. Uh, pretty much yeah i mean it was just like it's one thing to to come out of the gate looking terrible on offense against a team like tennessee you can at least you know justify it a little bit and say well this is a good tennessee defense um and, and, you know carolina's defense is actually pretty good but to just get uh, and it's not just an offense offense thing because they got bullied in the trenches uh just kind of on both sides. So, yeah. yeah uh, it, it, it was that part was surprising to me, at least. I mean, they gave up, uh, you know, Deontay Foreman had over 100 yards. Uh, Chuba Hubbard added another 65. Like they just got, they got mauled on both sides. Yeah. And it was like the, <laughs> the Panthers rushing attack was just infuriating. Yeah, because it's like yeah. what the Broncos should be doing, where it's not big, massive runs, but just positive gain after positive gain. And they just kept converting and converting and converting. Uh, and of course, in this game, Latavius Murray gives the Broncos their biggest rush of the season. Yeah. Yeah. 52 yards. By far their biggest rush. Their, yeah. their first rush of over 20 yards. Correct. A stat we've been watching very closely. Yeah, I've been thinking. I think about that every time uh, a running back has a positive carry. I'm like, is this going to be the one? Nope. It was yeah, finally. We got it. And a couple and what plays happened later. After? Yeah. Yeah. Couple plays later. Uh, Cam Fleming's beat, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, on the edge by uh, Brian Burns. Was it Brian Burns? Yeah. Yeah. And he just swats the ball out of Russell Wilson's hand as Russell Wilson's th throwing it. Wilson th actually manages to throw the ball forward somehow. It's still a fumble. Panthers recover. So after that huge gain by the Broncos, turnover. Um, after they recover the Panthers' muffed punt, they settle for three points. That's like the bullshit that keeps driving me crazy is they can't put they can't string together enough positive plays to make a difference in any game. And that's probably what's like so uh, it's like they're, they're taunting us 
Like they give us just yeah. a little bit enough to be like, okay, they can do it. They, uh, something bad's going to happen. Right. It's one thing, and, you know, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say like, yeah. And <laughs> there's another example. Josie Jewell <laughs> actually makes a great play on Sam Darnold stripping Darnold of the ball as he's running uh, on the little uh, run read option there. <clears throat> and the ball just bounces right back to Sam Darnold. No Broncos defender touches him because there's not really anybody around him, and he just rolls into the end zone for a touchdown. So another fumble that just does not <laughs> work in the favor. The Sorry, fact that a my team... dog's upset. It's all right. It's game two. Hey, <laughs> shut up, Daisy. Shut up. The Broncos, a, an opposing team, fumbles on the goal line. Against the Broncos, and they manage to score. You know what I mean? That would have been like if Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon fumbled on one of those carries back in week one against the Seahawks, and then they also scored the touchdown somehow. And we would have won that game if that happened. Yes. 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 Uh, so there's that. What was the other thing that really bothered me? Oh, the final, the the drive where they scored the touchdown. I just recapped this in the new, 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 new worst game ever. But it took the Broncos over five minutes to score while they're running the hurry-up offense. Yeah. And they scored three touchdowns before the fourth touchdown actually counted. <laughs> impressive. Um, impressive, really. Yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong, they weren't touchdowns. Um but they look like touchdowns. And as a fan, you're like, oh, shit, we just scored. And then, no, you didn't. So it was Cortland Sutton scoring. Just kidding. He, he was touched. Greg Dulcich scores. Just kidding. He steps out of bounds. Kendall Hinton scores. Just kidding. The ball touched the ground. And luckily, <laughs> the Panthers are a bad team. So a couple yeah, of penalties yeah, yeah. there oh, yeah. kept that stupid drive alive. And finally, um, was it Brandon Johnson scores? It was, yeah, it was Young Hung. Young Hung scores uh, after I think the Panthers just got tired of defending uh, the red, the end zone there. And I don't know. I would too. I, I mean, like emotionally tired, physically exhausted, probably. That might be the move is just to, <laughs> to wear down a defense like that. <laughs> yeah. Keep letting them do penalties on third and fourth down to keep your drive alive. If we can figure that out. Uh, It'll work out just fine. But it, like, it was just another game where the defense obviously wasn't as good as it has been. Yeah, and, but yeah, it's like at a certain point, um, it's like you just can't keep up that same level of expectation or energy or whatever when you know it's just like there's no point. Yeah. Right? And we see it if I feel like we, we've seen it every year for the last three years, six years, six years, basically at this point. Oh, and I mean, I think a good example is the jets today. Uh, they make a change on offense. Uh, they go to Mike white, their yeah. defense playing, uh, probably actually better than the Broncos defense. The last couple of games, like just a little more dominant, but they were getting 
atrocious play from their offense, but you could pinpoint where the problem was with the Jets. You could say it's this one thing. It's yeah, yeah it's yeah. just this one thing. It is uh, your quarterback, Zach Wilson. And they've had injuries to their line and all that shit too, but uh, has not been good. They make the change there, and it makes all the difference in the world. Again, it's just against the Bears, right? But the Bears are a comparable team in terms of not being good like the Panthers, and the Bears don't have Justin Fields, which obviously makes a difference. But the Yeah, Jets they had, they there had a better and- quarterback with Trevor Simeon today. Yeah. So- Hats off to the Jets for containing him. Yeah, they managed to contain an injured Trevor Simeon, which, hey, you can do that. I wanted to see Nathan Peterman a little bit. I didn't. I wanted wanted to see fucking Simeon. Uh, Once I found out that Peterman was the third-string quarterback, I got excited for Peterman. Did you? Yeah, and then there's like psych. Uh, We shot up – Trevor Simeon with a pain-killing cocktail, and he's yeah. going to go play. <laughs> an oblique, oh, he had an oblique injury. My yeah. thought was, like, how weak is your core if you suffer an oblique injury during the uh, warm-ups? warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's like something one of us would do before a pick yeah. football game. Probably. probably. Oh, God dang. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Simeon, you're supposed to be an athlete. I was, I was excited for Simeon. Uh, but you know, my point was the Broncos. Uh, there's not one. There's not one problem on offense. Yeah, which which is so what makes deep. it so murky, right? It's so deep. But yeah, they. You could call it like if you were to compare it to a cancer, like mm-hmm. the Jets' early detection with their cancer. Yeah, <laughs> treat it. The Broncos' cancer on offense has spread everywhere. It's fucking dead. They're already dead. Uh-huh. And when they die, the, they're going to come back to nodes, life, and they're the going to die again. They're going to be zombies, but then they're going to be killed again. Like That's where the Broncos' offense is, is at. It's I've never watched an offense this horrible, this closely, ever. No, I Even mean... When Kyle and, Horton was around. wasn't this bad. No, I mean, Kyle Horton put up, like, yards. Yeah. He had 4,000 yards in, in 2010, I think. Uh, and so that, that stat came out now that, you know, they scored 10 points. And this is the worst scoring offense in this century. Which granted, the century is only, you know, 22 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. Since 2000, in the 21st century, I okay. should say. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But that's still bad. <laughs> that's still pretty bad. And, pretty, pretty bad. You know, I think with uh, you know what I've been talking about with Hackett the whole time is, um, you know, you, you can't just say like, oh, this coach has been bad in his first season, so we're going to fire him before the end of the season. I don't know. Like having, uh, you know, a generationally bad offense, you know, if you define a generation as like 20 years, or fewer, I think that might be extenuating enough to uh, to make the move. But um, and fire him now. They, yeah, obviously they. I st- I still don't know if I would, but I wouldn't. At this point, I guess I I could see it happening. Like there's the justification. Yeah. I kept getting asked that during the stream, and I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what the f- like. If they fire him, it won't surprise me. If they don't fire him, it won't surprise me. Like yeah. 
I think if you're going to give Evero like a legit look, fine. But even you're throwing him into a horrible situation. You're asking him to take That's attention. That's why I don't want him to be the interim. Yeah, you're asking him to take attention away from the thing he's doing for the first time as defensive coordinator, which he's doing really well. Yeah. And then try and manage a game and try and figure out how to fix an offense that I think is just unfixable this season. And I mean, I guess the only silver lining is you can say, you know, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler should be back at some point, but the Broncos cannot protect Russell Wilson. They can't protect whatever quarterbacks back there. And I, we actually, I actually saw Russell Wilson extend some plays today. Yeah. Uh, that I was like, that's what we wanted out of Russell Wilson. Yeah, that we didn't that think throw to Sutton to... at the end of the first half, which yeah. set up the field goal miss by uh, McManus. Right. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Uh, <laughs> also, Cortland Sutton dropped a easy touchdown pass that yeah. hit him in his hands again. So yeah. like the it's so funny. It's like Melvin Gordon's gone. What happens? Other guys start fumbling. We give Jerry Judy all the attention for drops, and over like the last, I don't know, month or so, Sutton's been the guy making drops on easy passes. And even late in the game, the Broncos, I, there's no chance for them to win. Uh, Russ is just getting fucking annihilated by the, the Panthers. Finally, he gets a pass to Kendall Hinton. That would have been a first down. And even Kendall Hinton drops it. Uh, yeah. Like, that's it's just the way it goes. It's contagious. It's a hundred percent contagious. It's like it's kind of just accountability. I think at this point, where like if you're in a great wide receiver room, like you know the Eagles are playing right now. So the Eagles, for example, and you're Quez Watkins uh, next to Devonte Smith and AJ Brown. It's like yeah. I need to, you know, I need to match their level of play. But you know, Jerry Judy stops, starts dropping passes. Melvin Gordon starts fumbling. Now Cortland Sutton can't hang on to the ball. It's like, okay, there's no one to look up to in this room. Like there's no there's no benchmark for success on this team anymore other than Patrick Sertan and even that, like we saw what happened there. Even he had I don't a know. Game. Like the best player on this team right now might be <laughs> the last two weeks might be like Alex Singleton. <laughs> it's, it's really just – it's dark. Even yeah. like Bar- Baron Browning's not getting to the quarterback anymore. No, the the pass rush today was abysmal. It so was, bad. The last two weeks, it's been terrible. The pass rush today looks like what you think the pass rush might have looked like if they didn't have Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb. Yeah. yeah, no, pretty much. Yeah. Um, um, it's, yeah, I mean, and like, like I said, defensively, it's like, I do think they would be playing better if the offense put them in yeah. a position to win because A, like they keep going three and out and they're not getting any rest and they're getting shitty field position all the time. Uh, and B, they know that no matter what they do, uh, the offense isn't going to score more than 10 points. So what's, you know, what are we doing this for anyway? Right. Yeah. No, I just, uh, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I just watched Jordan love throw a touchdown pass to Christian Watson coming in for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't know yeah, why I bring that up. Maybe like, hey, somebody goes in and makes a play. Just doesn't seem to happen for the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, we've already played the backup quarterback card, and we don't we like we can't even get excited about that right now. No. Can't do that. 
No. Uh, you sh- if you want to get excited about something, <clears throat> <clears throat> where the f- hell is my thing? Hold on. DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, check this shit out, Will. Uh, so I was rooting for the Broncos desperately to get a- another touchdown pass at the end of the game because I did a six-tier parlay this weekend. I six? Hit, I hit my first three. Um, on They're like quarterback uh, prop bets, over-unders. Mariota throws more than a half a touchdown in the afternoon. I've hit four of six. Then okay. I need Russell Wilson to throw more than one and a half touchdowns. For whatever reason, I took the over instead of the under there. And I was so mad because I had Mahomes with the final spot at the end. And I was like, if Russ doesn't get it, I'm going to lose. Luckily, Mahomes doesn't hit uh, on that final thing. He had to throw three touchdowns. Did not happen. But I was cursing my fortune for not hitting there. But it was close. And I would have had a big payout. And I was doing it on DraftKings. Use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. This holiday season and uh, new customers, you can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And I ignored my own advice. I'm like, just take the under on everything. And I think I had, it was like, if I would have just taken those unders, I think I would have hit. So again, code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, link in the description. If you want to do your sports Okay. I saw the Christian Watson touchdown. That was uh he's very fast. Yeah. He's, he's starting fast. to he's look starting to is look like that? a really good receiver. Yeah. That's like his sixth touchdown in the last three games. Yeah. So yeah, he's a dog. Imagine when they get dubs back too. It's a good good little duo there moving forward. Yeah. So now they're getting a look at Jordan Love. Which is convenient. Rogers did have he has that broken ligament thing in his thumb. So shout out to us for acknowledging that might be a problem for him weeks ago in our quarterback yep. decline episode. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's like a it's Keeps a break better. where the ligament pulls the bone away from the thumb or something. So oh, oh. so huh. that's kind of hard to play with. And now his ribs uh, are fucked up. Sounds so. painful. Um now what? I don't know. Do you want to talk about, like, I think today there's a lot of discourse about just, like, what do you do with Russell Wilson at this point? Uh, I go up to him. Yeah. And I say, hey, man, can we just do a couple more touchdowns every game? Do you think that was – so what, what was sadder? Um, Peyton breaking the yardage record? In that four interception game against the Chiefs, or Russ needing, um, you know, what's it been eleven games to to get to touchdown number three hundred? Ooh, man! In the moment, Peyton, because yeah. we had already developed like the relationship with Peyton Manning, like we already loved him, and when he he set that record in that game and things were really, really bad. But then he was benched in that game 
Yes. And I remember thinking like I might have just watched him throw his last football. That's what I thought at the time as well. And I yeah. remember it made me sick to my stomach. Like I, I literally felt like I wanted to throw up. Yeah, I remember texting my friend like, damn, I can't believe this is his last game. This is how he's going out. Yeah. Of course, of course. we got the uh, – Of course, ultra, that wasn't the case. The Wayne's World super-duper happy ending with Peyton Manning. He got the <laughs> touchdown even though he was still you know, struggling uh, with his body. But Russ, like, I don't know. I'm trying – I'm trying to look at him realistically, and I think he can be a decent quarterback if they fix the offense. He's just not good enough to elevate a bad offense to yeah. like. Yeah, so we've, yeah, we've learned that, and um, yeah, I mean, as much as it ah, pains me to say it, um, yeah, Pete Carroll deserves some credit for structuring. An offense around Russ. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the offensive line in Seattle wasn't as bad as they uh, led on to be. As they were, as, as we thought they were. Maybe. I think there's one sack today Russ took, and I was just like, that's a guy who's got to know when to yeah, get They didn't the climb ball. the pocket or anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's like he's going to do that a couple times a game. And usually you can live with that because you're getting other plays. I, I think so. I think um, he's clearly not. Um, <laughs> he did lose to the Raiders, which sadly we we know how that feels. Uh, yeah. to lose to the Raiders on a touchdown in overtime. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So he's not like the athlete that he was, obviously now, and he's about to turn thirty-four. And he's just not as quick. Like I know on the broadcast, they're bringing up a conversation with him, asking about like if he's fast enough. And Wilson goes like, I can still hit 20 miles per hour. It's like, well, that's not really the, that's not really what matters. It's not about hitting your top speed. It's about like, are you still elusive enough to get away from defenders in the backfield? Like it doesn't matter if you can run 20 miles per hour, if you can't like sidestep, you know, an edge rusher or shrug a guy off or make that quick little move that yeah. you used to be able to. So I think he's he plays like he is still that athlete, and I don't think he has adjusted yet to the reality of the situation, which is that he is, um, you know, on the sliding scale of, say, Lamar Jackson to Joe Flacco. He's now on the Flacco edge. He's on the Flacco side of things. He's sliding towards Flacco. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a rom com. Sliding, sliding towards Flacco. Sliding towards Flacco. Which obviously you can still be Joe Flacco and be elite and have yeah. that uh, you know lack of mobility, but you have to adjust your play style and you have to adjust the offense too. Yeah. There's a, a couple passes that were batted down at the line of scrimmage again, too. And uh that's kind of been an issue, I feel like, with him more than we other quarterbacks we've seen with the Broncos. It's weird because, like, you just want him to play – if he wants to be more of the pocket guy, you want him to play, like, Br- Drew Brees. And yeah. you think that's totally feasible. But it's just so he doesn't see counter the to everything he's ever done as a quarterback. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
It'd be like asking uh, you and I to start making super serious podcasts and videos. Yeah, we'd suck at it. <laughs> we'd suck. It'd be like asking us to get all of the uh, information correct. In yeah, it'd be asking us to do like a, an all 22 breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Do the all 22 film. Shit, are there, there's 22 players on the field? You're kidding. That sounds like man. a lot. Where's the close-ups? Where's the yeah. replay? Where's the cool angle? <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, it's a matter I think for the rest of his career is if is he going to compensate um, via I don't know seeing the field better, uh, processing quicker. He's got to go quicker. Uh, he's got to get his speed back. I think. I don't know that he's going he to come back. I think he can do it. I don't know. You've you've. You I go, turned 34 before. Did you feel faster at, at any point after turning 34? Uh, you you might have, you, yeah, you, you might have actually. No, I'm in better shape now than I was probably. Let's see, I'm 38. I'm in better shape than I was at 28. Um, mm -hmm. But quickness, uh, I don't know. I've yeah, had back tough. issues. So that definitely feel like slows me down. It makes me scared to go full throttle. Uh, I feel I've, I've, I've felt like I'm kind of fast. And then uh, it was like a year or two ago, we played a, a pickup football game and Jess came out and shot some video. And uh, I think she got one play like where I made a play, but there's uh -huh. a couple of plays where I was running. And I remember like looking at myself run and I'm like, Oh my God, that's what I look like running. Yeah, it's that's it's like hearing yourself talk. Yeah, where it's like, I remember I was uh, I used to go out and like run routes for my my friend who was a quarterback in high school. We did this for years, and finally, like I saw some video of it, and I'm like, oh, I run like an idiot. Like I <laughs> I run with my hands like down at my sides. <laughs> yeah. And in your head, there's like this cool picture of like, oh, I'm probably running like Wes Welker out there, and you just run like a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Julian Edelman? Uh, I would guess my guess is thirty six. Thirty six. Is he thirty six? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd use him as an example as to a reason why I think Russell Wilson can get a little bit of his quickness back. Okay. Doesn't have to be a lot. You Just know what I mean? Bit. Yeah. So steroids is what you're saying. Yeah. Steroids <laughs> for the season. I, look, I remember Derek Wolf saying like, he thought Russell Wilson looked kind of fat and I don't disagree with that. And I think yeah. maybe like, and it, it maybe it's like just too much like muscle weight uh, on your body, but like, yeah, Maybe you can tone that down and just get lighter. And it he doesn't look, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look fat. He just, I mean, I haven't seen him with a shirt off or anything. Um, no, like, so, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think he just looks like, a, yeah, he looks bulky. Look, you could get a little quicker, I think. Yeah, maybe probably, probably. Back. Yeah. So maybe, uh, yeah, lower, um, lower the weight and, and increase the reps maybe in those workouts. I don't know. Yeah. Like Tebow, stop fucking doing bench presses and start yeah. throwing some more footballs. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like if Russ has time, um, he's still, he can, he's still accurate with the ball. He can still make all the throws. Uh, a lot of the throws he's missed have been because of pressure. 
And then, you know, there was that weird injury streak he had. Yeah. People think we're going to make excuses. Obviously, if you point out that he has been suffering injuries this year and going back to last year, but like that factors in, it's not the only thing, but it, it's a, it's a piece yeah. of the puzzle at this point. Here's the thing. Cause you're saying like, what should, could the Broncos do at quarterback? Nothing. They're stuck with him. So yeah, there's, there's kind of like, <laughs> there's kind of like, well, for now. In, in my opinion, there's kind of, I don't know, a bit of uh, relief in knowing like you're stuck with him because you don't have to make a choice there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. No, totally. Um, so you can make a change at cube or at a head coach. Yeah. Hopefully you can will be address the, the offensive line and uh, the receiving weapons have just been a huge disappointment. Even when a lot of the guys are healthy, it has not been close to what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So the, all of those things, like if you improve those other areas, I don't know how good the offense could be. Definitely not where I thought it would, but I think like at this point, um, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but like I, this is a hard thing to say a year out, but the, the 2024 quarterback class, I think is, a little more interesting than the 2023 quarterback class. Ooh. Um, and so this is the one, you know, this is probably the earliest you would take a quarterback is 2024 because then you have um, Caleb Williams at USC. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I watched a little bit of him yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah, but he was really good, um, obviously. Um, Quinn Ewers at uh, Texas. Right. He's got a lot to prove, though, still. He does. He does. But, you know, people are projecting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Drake May from North Carolina, who actually, you know, had his worst game um, against NC State on Friday. But you're putting these guys up against um, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Will Levis. It's like, I don't know. At this point, it's hard to say, but you, you might be better off taking a quarterback in 2024. Um, the problem is, like, do I have enough faith in this team to suck efficiently enough next year? Like, no. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I might – like, you have to plan for the future. You have to plan based on, you know, the last year. And that's told you that Russ isn't a good quarterback anymore. So maybe you take that 49ers pick and, and trade down and get an extra pick for 2024. You get two first round picks. You deal those if you're not good. You know if you're not in position, deal those Ooh. plus a first rounder the next year. Get up and take one of those three quarterbacks. Interesting. I don't know. That's just my thought. Wow, that's really projecting. You don't even know if they're going to come out in 2024. You you don't know, but that's you know. It's just trying to provide a little bit of right a roadmap. Hey, I don't. And don't obviously, the simplest way out of this is hiring a head coach that makes Russ look good again. But yeah you know, that's as much of a reach as saying those three quarterbacks are going to be good. Right. Yeah. Who the fuck's that coach? Uh, how can they guarantee the team will stay healthy? How can they fix the line? Where can they get a really elite playmaker yeah. in the yeah. game? These are equally like murky things. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. like, they got to do something that's 
you either got to draft like that next receiver and, or I know it's a deep running back class. You can get some help there or you got to do something like the Eagles did to bring in AJ Brown, right? Like a guy, you know, is really good. And there's a team too stupid to pay him. You got to find the next team is going to be too first round pick, you know, to, to pay uh, a guy you really want. Um, because you're going to be going against the friggin' Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders, and I know the Chargers and the Raiders haven't been living up to expectations this year. But they're better than us. They're better than us. The Raiders are on two-game win streak, uh, and Justin Herbert and the Chargers are start, starting to get healthy, and I think we're going to look like the, just so much below those teams in terms of talent and hope and promise and – bright future and giving you any reason to watch which is really sad because the chargers fans don't even freaking have it people to watch sorry what were you gonna say i was gonna say we need to use that walmart money and hire a team of all-star lawyers to review the terms of the rush trade and see if we can get that first rounder back Ooh, we need to get we need to spend millions and millions of dollars um on retainers yeah and i like it like so i'm not saying these lawyers necessarily because i don't you know i don't know who's hot in the world of contract law but find the equivalence of like johnny cochran alan dershowitz those guys right yeah uh mark garagos i got it the the big big name guys and i know you know johnny cochran's no longer with us but if we can find someone of his ilk to get us that first rounder back. Um, maybe, you know, get a jeweler's loop and really look at that, look at every inch of that contract uh, and that trade and, and see, see if we can extract that first round pick back. Maybe, you know, maybe falsify some documents on the way, maybe tamper a little bit, whatever you can do, because that pick is a, it's what the third overall pick right now. Uh, it's third or fourth. It's they're like tied with the Rams record wise. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. And the Lions have that Rams pick, which is really funny. So the the, right. the Seahawks and the, that's right. The Lions yeah. right now have the third and fourth pick, and Shit. it's neither of their picks. Wow. Um, but I think to what you're saying, another way to do that is for Walmart to just do a hostile takeover and own the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Like that require them to they just cut off part of their family, uh-huh. uh, which would still have enough billions of dollars uh, because Kroenke owns the Rams. Right. So there's right. some marital things there. Divorce. Sure. 15 billion over to this part Buy the stupid ass Seahawks. And then, Send him back the pick. Um, I like that. Give us Kenneth Walker, the pick back. Shelby Harris, you're coming back home. Shelby Harris is coming home, and he's going to play Drew for Locke, free. Drew Locke, you can stay. Uh, Drew Locke will stay. And no, no offense, we will split custody on no offense. Half the, here, half there. Yep. And uh, we also get DK Metcalf. Yeah, we get DK Metcalf, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Metcalf for Sutton at this point. Yeah. Yeah. 14 for 14. 
And whenever one of our corners gets injured, we just take uh, Tariq Woolen till yep. the corner's healthy again. Yep. That's fair. Hmm. That's it is like in line with Walmart's ethics <laughs> as a corporation. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep, We've yep. hit that point. All right. We became friends today, Perna. Honestly, thank you for always putting up content. You are the you're top, the top You're the top gun. Yes, Victor. I appreciate you watching the live stream today. It was a crap show. Uh, Will, make sure you check out Will's YouTube, YouTube channel. Will sucks at games. Uh, go subscribe there right now. Please do that. Subscribers do you have? Uh, you cut out, did you just ask how many subscribers I have? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, you cut out a little bit. Uh, let's see. I think I have uh, a shade under 15K right now. Ooh, let's get Will the 15,000 subscribers. Oh, no, sorry. I am over 15K. Right. Let's. We just got Will the 15,000 subscribers. <laughs> Hell yeah. We, you guys did, did it that fast. You guys are the best. Fudge yeah. Did it so fast. That was um, awesome. Cool. Well, Will and I will be back Wednesday with the midweek pod and the game picks. Oh, Patreon. We're going to do the Zoom hangout Wednesday as well. Cool. November 30th. Uh, so I'll put that info on Patreon and the That's Good Sports YouTube membership area. And we can hang out on Wednesday evening after my child goes to bed. <laughs> and I wish I could put this season to bed. I wish I could go to bed. You can. Good night. And John always ACL didn't exist. And we don't have good luck. Hey, you know what time it is. DraftKings Sportsbook time. Who is an official sports betting partner of the NFL? DraftKings is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost uh, with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. I like to do uh, parlays when watching my football team taking the under on any yardage total and the under on any anytime touchdown scorer. That's just me and my team, though. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.